Yes, it is Thursday, March 9. This is the Big Sports Breakfast on Sky Sports Radio. And a very good morning to you if you are just tuning in. And what a day it is. Round two tonight, Foot of the Mountains. Penrith up against the Bunnies. The fourth test in our Medabat in front of 100,000 maybe there today. We're just not sure if they're going the black soil pitch or the red soil pitch. Clarky, come on. Black soil, red soil. Oh, does it matter? Yes. A I want soil. the one with more bounce, which is okay. the red soil one. Okay, well then, if that's the one we want, it'll be the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> um, just come back to the 100,000. Have we got, had it confirmed that 87,000 <laughs> is the Prime Minister's family and friends? Well, Has he blocked off 87,000 seats? Something like that. So apparently 85,000 seats are allocated to him. 85,000 I'm seats. sure that's for security reasons, so I bet you there's nowhere near 100,000 actual people at mm. the ground there today, but we'll, we'll be watching. Mm. Mm. No, I don't think you're getting 100,000 either. Isn't Even it? if they're given away, I don't think there's 100,000 going to watch. No. Series is over. They're waiting, is on, they're waiting on the IPL. India now. Oh, please. They're spending their money on a Mumbai Indians versus Rajasthan Royal game. I don't reckon they're going to the Test match. Well, we'll be watching. Hopefully, we can make it 2-2. Joining us in the studio, though, for the second week running, Yvonne Sampson from Fox Lee. Good morning. How oh, are you? Good morning. I snuck back in. I think I was only invited back because I bring the coffees. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be allowed every week when you bring the caffeine. Have you ever had an debates. entourage of 85,000, Yvonne? I couldn't fill a phone booth with the amount of it. That's 85,000. I thought you were pulling my leg. 85,000 legit allocated for the PM. Well, That's what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Why? We'll see how it trans. Well, security reasons. That's nuts. They want to. No, of- that can't be right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> There's been varying reports on this through the week. So. So, but I don't. What What does that mean? I, does that mean three quarters of the stadium is empty because <laughs> of security reasons? Possibly. Well, so you got eighty five thousand there looking after twenty thousand. How many did Albo get? I don't know the answer, right? He's there. How many does Albo get? No, I'm not sure. They just put it. No, no. He he can walk around the ground. He's fine. (laughs) (laughs) He's just play on. Sorry, sir. You don't have the right accreditation. (laughs) Yeah, that that ticket doesn't get you in here. You're you're in the other section. The big (laughs) lanyard. Prime Minister. By the way, how about you, Queenslanders? I've just seen a story in the Courier Mail. Jason Taumalolo still keen to play for Queensland. I mean, who else do you want? It will um, take everyone. We're a very broad church. Oh, aren't you just? Aren't you just? So Wayne Pearce at the moment on the ARL Commission is looking at the eligibility rules and assessing whether players from Tier 1 nations, England and New Zealand, who've lived in either state from 13 can be picked. And uh, Tao Malolo's been in Queensland since he was 13, but he played for New Zealand, even though he switched his allegiance to Tonga, of course. So having played for that Tier 1 nation, he's ineligible. But uh, we wait to see, and we've spoken about this ad nauseum loss, but whether the eligibility rules will be changed because off How the back of what we saw... How many games for New Zealand do you play? Ten. Ten tests oh, for New Zealand. That's a lot. Ten's a lot. Yeah. It's not one test. Where do you stand, Vol? Well, do you know, it's funny because I was like, give everyone a run. We want yeah, the best yeah. players playing Origin. And then... Cooper Cronk, who's on the, the Queensland Rugby League board, and he said, look, Vonnie, we've got to protect. I said, what are you going to do? This was all around the World Cup. And I said, because, you know, Tonga, Samoa, you know, Tier 1, Tier 2, this is all going to change the landscape. And I think there is a conversation about, especially when you see, like, a Jerome Luai, who grew up in New South Wales, uh, but proudly wants to represent his family and his culture. So he may feel very much like a New South Welsh, but not necessarily an Australian. He might not feel like a kangaroo, but, but his heritage is obviously in the Pacifica. So 
And I said to Cooper, what are we going to do? Surely it's a conversation you're having at QRL in New South Wales Rugby League. And he said, you must protect the integrity of state of origin no matter what. And I said, so what, you're not going to have a Josh Papali'i? And he said, we'll find another Josh. So I think they're going to tighten the restrictions even harder to make sure that state of origin doesn't become an open slather. That's an interesting point that I certainly didn't think about. What if you find your state as your place of home, family, community, where you've lived for such a long period of time, but not necessarily your country? Mm. And that's like, you don't, I've never thought about that. Some players could be in that situation because they've been in Sydney yeah. or Queensland, New South Wales or Queensland, for such a long period of time. Yeah. That is their, you know, that's their heart, but their family, their mum or their dad is from Tonga, Samoa and they want to yeah. represent that country. That's a, I've never looked at it like that. Yeah. You know, their home life, their yeah. traditions, their mm. connections. That's interesting. All very Pacific. Yeah. South Pacific, it's, it's, you know, it's really strong and they yeah. identify very strongly. They don't necessarily feel dinky-dye Aussies as yeah. we would it's traditionally define it. But, you know, they're very proudly New South Welshmen or Queenslanders. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's a bit of an area I think we're going to have to have further conversations about. I, I think it changes the narrative, though, around state of origin and what state of origin is. Yeah. If you yeah. start opening up yeah, the door for that. everybody. Because I looked at last year's series and, with all respect, Tom Dearden and... Tom Gilbert wouldn't have got an opportunity for Queensland if other guys from other nations were able to play. Mm. So if Jason Taumalolo was able to play State of Origin last year, he would have been selected instead of Tom Gilbert. And the narrative around Origin has always been this great rivalry because Sydney have always been, or New South Wales have always been the big fish and Queensland have always been the underdog. underdog always yeah. been the underdog. And regardless of who pulls on our shirt, we're going to beat you. And that's what they've lived and breathed and that's why it's so successful. If you start opening it up for everybody, personally, and I've always been strong in this, I don't think you have the same feel. I don't think you have the same connection. Doesn't it? Yes. And it becomes a similar type of game to an international or an all-stars game, as you mentioned. And it did start, correct me if I'm wrong, as it's your, your number one goal is to pick the best Australian team. So, New South Wales versus Queensland was the selection platform for that. Yes, it was after Origin was um, started. So Origin was brought about because Queensland were losing their players. They were made to play for New South Wales. Yep. And Queensland were getting beaten. So, it was more not about playing for Australia. It was okay. more about it was this, only the BRL, yeah, right? Yeah, it was just about playing state against state. Okay. And then we moved it towards the Origin selection. And now it's sort of grown again because of the influence of the Pacific Islands. And we are going to have Tonga and Samoa. They're not going backwards with their, with their football. They're just going to improve. Fiji, Papua New they're, Guinea, they're, they're, unbelievable. They're flying. So, so if you open it up, you know, you could get a situation where you have state of origin New South Wales and Queensland playing with limited players that will be available to play for Australia because all these other players that, make State of Origin want to go back and play for you. Tonga, Tonga Samoa, yeah, Fiji. Okay. So Jeez. I think the pathway should always be there for the players that want to represent Australia to be given that opportunity. 
to play Origin, and that's the pathway to the green and gold. But, but way, that's only the me. Way, the There's way it's going now in the, in the NRL, what's the percentage of uh, players that are eligible for that? Because it seems like that's going to get less and less. Mm. Because we've got so many more players now coming from Papua New Guinea, Samoa, Tonga. Like, we're seeing more of them involved in the NRL. So the actual... The, the the pile to pick the Australian players from, won't that, yes, won't that get it does. smaller? Yes, it does. It does get a smaller, smaller pool, smaller? but international rugby league grows. Yeah, okay. So it's... Oh, yeah, I know. Man, I know. How, do you, how do you get this balance right, you know? Well, well, that's a good point, though, Vonnie, because are we doing enough for international football? And where does international football sit? Because if you ask the clubs, the clubs don't want to play representative football. Mm. They the clubs to, don't want to play no, Origin no, just, or International. No, the, the clubs are concerned about just their own players. Only. Yeah, they, okay. they want to protect their own players. Yeah. And they want their team to be strong and they want to be challenging. If they had their way, they wouldn't want their players playing in representative football in case they got injured. But, so so but for even, the games, got to think, what, what do we want? Well. Do, do we want a strong international game? Do we want a strong NRL competition? Where does Origin now sit? Yeah, but Is don't it... tell me playing Origin doesn't make you a better player. So you oh. take an Origin player back to clubland, mate. He he improves club footy. Yeah, so why would a club coach not want his player to have that opportunity? Uh, because they're worried about injury. Well, don't go to train. Don't walk outside because you can get hit by a bus <laughs> as well. Like, come on, isn't that how you get better? Play yeah, against the best, compete at the highest level. Now take that back to your yeah. club, and you improve your whole team. Mm. Yeah, uh, uh, that's yeah. what I'd be looking. Yeah. If I was the coach, that's how I'd see it. hundred percent. But yes, when, when you're in that environment and you're fighting for your career, and you've got players that are going to miss and they get injured, and that could be the end of your coaching career, you're sitting there thinking, "Oh, geez, I wish he didn't play Origin." And they'll, they'll never come out and say yeah. it. Do you know off the back of this World Cup, and it was I think rugby league's in such a strong position because globally we had so many countries who play rugby league. Like, you know, France is so strong, and, and Wales and Scotland, and they were from everywhere, and it is just growing. AFL doesn't have that. AFL doesn't have teams all around the globe. There's no World Cup or Super League that equivalent that we can really point to. And I think the global growth for the international rugby league. Um, Federation is is a main focal point. I know Troy Grant's on that yeah. on that board and, and driving very strongly. And I think all the energy. I mean, if you look at this opening weekend of the NRL, we've got more attendances, more viewers, more attention. It was more competitive. The the scoreboards were tighter mm. than we have seen. This Premiership is so so hyper competitive and more than we've seen in the last couple of years and I think that is due off the back just dovetailing off the back of this World Cup and yeah it comes to a question of do we grow the game globally or do we just sit here focus on our showpiece which is state of origin um, and and keep fanning that so I don't know it's it's a great conversation but I think what we can all agree on is that the game is in such a strong position certainly is and the highlight from round one hands down Dolphins Dolphins Dolphins. Unbelievable Fins up Fins up (laughs) Oh my God. You, you haven't swapped from the Bronx to the Dolphins, oh, have you? Oh, do you know what? Borderline. If, if, <laughs> I'm, I'm wavering. Love I'm this. Wavering. Love this. Just walking around with my hands up to my head. <laughs> Got to wear two jerseys. <laughs> and do you know what? It was bedlam at Suncorp Stadium. Oh, it was just a sea of yeah. red. Everyone had the little like foam fin hats on. Uh, I just, I think what a moment for the game. And I'm kicking myself I didn't back him because you know what? You've got one yeah. shot 
You had one chance to back the new boys mm. in the competition and I catted it yeah. and I backed the roosters <laughs> and I never should have because as soon as... It was all there. Now that you look in hindsight, oh. it was all there. Wayne Bennett had them dialed up deluxe. That was something straight out of the Wayne Bennett playbook. And um, yeah, it was a fantastic moment. A, primarily for the Dolphins. B, for the game. And if that if that Dolphins didn't win you over, you need to go and have a look in the mirror. That was a fantastic effort, and it was uh, yeah, it was a great experience. So well done. Yeah, you speak about a Wayne Bennett special. You, you knew straight away, and and after the game, when I heard a couple of their players interviewed, and they all said, "Oh, no one expected us to win a game." Classic Wayne in the build-up. That's what he would have been telling them. All the media, the so-called experts, they haven't tipped you blokes to win. And you knew straight away why did why didn't if you were ever going to back the Dolphins it should have been game one, but it's going to be a long season for them. And if they get a few injuries, I still have my concerns about their depth. But yeah, it was great. It, it was just good for rugby league, I reckon. Just before we get into round two, Loz, I know happy. you got a lot of sympathy for Fergo and wanting yeah. us <laughs> to pass the tin around for his nose. Are you filthy that you know you didn't get your nose fixed by the? <laughs> By the league after your retirement? Well, they charged me on the inch. <laughs> so, Jeez, it, it cost me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it did cost me a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so Fergo. Look, it'll be cheap for Fergo mm. compared to my big snob. Can I get any work done? Uh, yeah, surely. <laughs> Claim something. Yeah. You've worked for long enough. In, you're involved 100%. in the NRL. I've spoken enough about footy. I deserve... My back's sore as well. I had surgery on my back. How long How long do you get a insurance claim for? In so 12, 12 months. 12 months. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not long. Yeah, yeah okay. What are you thinking about? No, I'm, I'm thinking, thinking about, about going to the players' no, association. No, I'm thinking about Fergo. Like... I'm going to wish list. I'm going to call Clint Newton. So, mate, I've worked enough, yeah. long enough in the game, decade in the I'm game. I'm back sore from carrying these bikes. <laughs> oh, All right. I'm getting the hurry up. Ooh. Round two. <laughs> Penrith and Souths. Penrith tonight with Tab at $1.55. The Bunnies, $2.45. Four and a half is the line here. Bunnies are the plus. Latrell Mitchell has been named. He trained yesterday, albeit with a bandage on his left knee. Loved his cracks in the windscreen comment about the Panthers, just to really fire things up as if the Panthers aren't going to be fired up about that, as if there isn't going to be a flashpoint or two tonight. And that's exactly what we want to see, Bonnie. I can't wait for this one. What a way to kick off round two. Uh, And as you mentioned, our two-time premiers, they've been like Chautauqua. They've just stayed in the barriers, really, for the last, or the first two games um, with that World Club Challenge in round one. And and I just feel like they will be primed. I think their egos have been bruised a little bit. Trell Mitchell played into that, just saying the cracks in the windscreen. Um, and you know what? Ivan Cleary was really honest. He said, yeah, look, we are disorganised. Uh, we haven't got everything going in the right. There were lapses in defence. There's not a lot going on. Um, Skipper Isaiah Yo said that, you know, he felt frustrated and it was a disappointing way to kick off the year. So fueled by Latrell's comments, I'm expecting a huge response from the Panthers tonight. Um, Jerome Luai and Jamin Salmon, that little disagreement caught on camera. And you all know, right, you've all 
been in professional team environments, uh, that happens often. Just we never really get to see it. So the fact that we, we got a little peep inside uh, some of the communication, uh, I think, was just titillating enough. And, yeah, you mentioned that Ivan called them into the headmaster's office and said, mate, it's fine to have that disagreement. Just let's do it behind closed doors. So I'd imagine they've tidied up. They've done a little bit of mopping up around Western suburbs this week. Um Oh, sorry, Sydney's West uh, this week. So I think the Rabbitohs, they were fantastic. And I love the fact that Jason Demetrio said that we're not a one-trick pony on the left. Our right can attack as well. That had been starting to really emerge the back end of last year. Um, so they are a, a, a different kind of attacking threat this year. Um, but the Panthers back at home on a Thursday night with some bruised egos, yeah. they'll be out to prove a point. Yeah, they've got a good track record against South Sydney. They've won nine of their last ten. Uh, you're right in what you said about South. That's the thing that I think will hold them in good stead for the rest of the season, the ability to have a different focal point in attack, so not always going down their left, trying to find other avenues to score. So their right edge was very important, will, will be very important to South as we get deeper into the season. But Penrith... I just can't see them losing two in a row. But, you know, not only losing two in a row, but they lost that World Club Challenge, mm. which is an important mm. game for them. Um, I think they get the job done. Uh, the question mark over Latrell, although they said he will play. A um, couple of forwards missing. So, I, yeah, I think Penrith get the job done.